Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Jaeger Live. In today's episode, I want to talk about my theory behind life cycle. So, let's get into it. Alright guys, welcome to episode 60 of Jaeger Live. I'm so excited to be here. This is such a great milestone for me. Um, it's a great milestone for the show. I just feel really good. I'm finishing the year strong. I hope you guys are too. hope you're staying focused. Before I get into today's episode, I want to say a quick happy birthday to my beautiful daughter. She turned seven today. Me and my wife couldn't be more proud about her. She's just such a great person. She's so smart. She's so sweet. And um, just excited to see what she's going to do later on in her life. I was writing in my journal today and something just kind of occurred to me. And it all starts with my daughter's birthday. So what had happened was, you know, my mom has passed and we just haven't been on the, we just haven't been on our game lately. And my daughter's birthday is five days away from Christmas, which is a huge holiday. And for those who know about having a birthday so close to a holiday, you kind of get the shit end of the stick. Um, usually we do something nice for her. We do throw her a party still. We do have some sort of celebration. This year, we just kind of dropped the ball. And I felt really bad about that today. I just felt like shit today. And I started writing in my journal, expressing my upset because... We're better than that. We're better parents than that. We should have planned something better. We should have had something. We're trying. We're this year. We're just doing something low key. I'm making something that she likes for dinner. We're having a cake. You know, some presents, and just kind of hanging out with family. But next year, I want to do something even bigger because we just we just dropped the ball this year. But as I'm writing in my journal, I I write down the words like I feel bad that. I didn't do what I normally do for her in her birthday, not making her feel as special as she is. And I just want her to have everything in life that she deserves. And I want to be able to give that to her, everything that she wants. I want to give that to her. That's when I started thinking about the problem of where we are, where our mindset is. Our mindset about uh, this generation, this following generation, the before generation, it just all started coming together and it started clicking for me. One of the things that bugs the shit out of me the most is how, the, how generations talk about each other. First of all, let's get into the quote that kind of cements this whole thing together. It's kind of the foundation of it. The quote goes, and I'm sure you've all heard about it, that Easy, uh, now I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> it's like easy men create easy times. Easy times create hard times. Hard times create hard men. Hard men create easy times. And, you know, around and around we go. It's something to the effect. And we sit here and we blame. We're, we're always talking about the older generations. How when we were kids. We didn't do shit like this. We were out. We weren't on our computers all the time. We weren't doing this and we weren't doing that. Um, we weren't such whiny little pussies. We were hard and we 
we fell down, we got up, we scraped our knees, you know, we, we went through heartbreak, we didn't complain about it. All these things that we feel that make our generation stronger is in fact why we are where we are. I was just thinking about this because the fact of the matter is, is growing up, we were poor. Uh, excuse me, we were broke. And not having money like a lot of my other friends, I was not allotted a lot of things, a lot of opportunities. I wasn't allotted a lot of things that I thought I deserved or things that I wanted growing up. And it was it was hard. And as I had kids very young, I was repeating that pattern. I wasn't having enough money to provide for my kids and give them the things that they wanted. And so it brought up those old bad memories of when I was a kid and I didn't have shit. And therein lies the problem, I think. Therein lies where we go wrong. As many of us grew up with hard times, we grew up with fucking people that abused us all the time. We grew up with people that ignored us. We grew up with people that disregarded our feelings or said, toughen up, stop being a little bitch. Whatever that was, as we have kids, they become our our, our refuge. They become our our safe spot. And so what we do is... And I know everybody does this because we don't want our children to feel the pain that we have felt. It's part of parenting. It's a natural reaction. Just as my older kids, you know, they start dating and I'm trying to give them dating advice because I know where the road leads. It's because I'm trying to alleviate that hurt for them because I understand how it feels. I know what it's like to be in that position. And growing up, if you grew up poor or you grew up broke, it is a very, very easy thing to overcompensate with. When your kid now has, he's wearing fucking Nike shit, or your kid's got Ugg boots, or real jewelry. They're wearing really real jewelry, you know what I mean? Like, you overcompensate for these things. And what by doing that, and by thinking that I want to give my kids everything that they had that I didn't have growing up, you think somehow it's going to fix how you feel inside. Like somehow it's going to bring it all together or something. And I think the problem with when generations talk about each other, like don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. The newer generations, they are a bunch of whiny bastards. They are a bunch of entitled assholes. But that's our fault. They are that way because of us. We have to take ownership of that and we have to realize that they're entitled because they never had to work for things because of our childhoods and we felt guilty and so we overcompensate. And so now that when our kids are acting like little shits and they're being entitled and they don't want to work hard and they don't understand what working for something means, like all of these things that come together all stem from these older generations. Like you think about the depression generation, right? They had to scrimp and save and all this crap. And then World War II happened. And then Vietnam happened. Like all these bad things happened. And then we figure, because there's so much going on, that we don't pay attention to our kids like we should. 
And what's great about society as we advance, we advance in understanding. The understanding of psychology, the understanding of what makes us tick. If I didn't seek this knowledge out, I would probably still be a damaged person. I would probably still be an angry person looking to fucking fight and take my aggressions out on other people still. And as we get smarter and we understand why people act the way they act, why we do the things we do, I think we can come up with a better solution. This is why I don't this is why I don't believe in fucking politics. A, I think they only say what's going to suit their agenda anyway. B, it's too black and white. There's too, you know, it's the left side or the right side. It's either you're wrong or you're right. Um, you love everybody or you're a fucking bigot. Like, there's no in-between. There's no, there's no blending of ideas. It, it, and that's the hardest part right now is that people think that the older generations were the shit. And the newer generation thinks, oh, well, we're much more in touch with things. We're the shit. And I feel that we need to cut back on both of them and blend something together. One of the, this is one of my pet peeves, and I don't know why. <laughs> and maybe because I've never been like this rough, tough dude, but it's just like when people say, oh, that kid's, he's a manly man. He's a, he's a boy's man, you know, whatever. I'm just like, is he? Why? Because he likes turning wrenches? I know many a female who turn wrenches. That's, does that make them manly? I think that people can have masculinity and not have toxic, toxic masculinity. I think women can be feminine, but not submissive. You know what I mean? Like, there has to be balance in the world. That's what the older generations didn't understand. The older generations, they did what they had to do. You know, through World War II and uh, coming out of the Depression, World War II and the 50s and all these things, they did what they thought they had to do because they didn't understand. They didn't understand things. Just think about war. They never understood what it did to soldiers, what it did to the troops. They never, they didn't get it. And what's worse is they didn't care to get it. And here we are, 50 years later, we're still having the same issues. But that's a whole different episode about that subject. But what I'm saying is that they did what they thought was right. And as we learned, as we get older, as, as society gets smarter, we realize that mm, maybe you should wear seatbelts while you're in the car. Or maybe smoking while you're pregnant isn't the fucking best idea. You learn these things because you have to explore and learn. And as you get there, why would it just stop at the biology of somebody? It should, it should go even further into understanding the psychology of somebody. Learning about who we are internally is powerful shit. I don't believe that we need to disregard the physicality of somebody and understand how to work hard and how to be hardened and how to not let the small shit break us down. But I think we should also have on the other side of that the gentleness and ability to be vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like, there needs to be a balance of things. 
And in order for this cycle to be interrupted, where we're constantly going through these loops, because here we are now, we're in this huge fucking deficit, because we have gone the complete opposite way. We were fucking hard 40 years ago, 50 years ago, we were hard. We, didn't, we weren't going to be broken. Nothing was going to stop us. If you were complained about something, you were disregarded. Now, if your feeling gets hurt about something, somebody saying something, then the whole fucking world stops. You know, this, the cancel culture and all this. It's, there has to be a middle ground. There can't be everything you say is offensive, you can't say anything. And you can't say anything about everybody just because you feel like it. Like, there should be a blend of these things. There should be teaching your kids how to work for something and understand the value of something. But you should also be able to reward your children and show them that these things do pay off. I think once we reach that middle ground, once we understand that it's okay to be hardened and to be soft at the same time, I think that's when we're going to find our peak of humanity. That's where we're going to find the winning formula to make this country the way it should have been, the way it should be. And maybe we could find the balance that we've been looking for this whole time. Cause you got to understand, like we're still a new, we're still a new country. We're very new in consideration to most of the world. And honestly, like look at the rest of the world, they ain't doing it right. Or else other people wouldn't be trying to come in to the United States. Cause we're doing something different. We're doing something better. We just haven't fine tuned it yet. We, we let the pendulum swing and instead of trying to keep it in the center, we let it go to the extremes and then chaos ensues. I think this is the winning combo. I feel good about this. It was, I don't know, it just came up <laughs> and I felt that I had to share. I thought what a great idea to share because there's lots of people that I talk to and there's lots of people that hopefully listen to the show that are parents that understand that Parenting is not something that should be taken lightly. I don't think that a lot of people take parenting as seriously as it needs to be. And because we love them, we make excuses for them and we try to soften the blow and we try to disregard what they're feeling because we're older and we understand more. It's like there has to be there has to be those parents that understand the severity of what we're doing. We're not just raising kids so they can survive till 18, then we kick them out the fucking house, and now they're somebody else's problem. They're society's problem now. No, we have to build them, and we have to mold them so they're confident in doing what they want, but they're also soft enough to be that sensitive person that needs to care about other people. We need them to be fucking driven to succeed and driven to do something great but humble enough to understand that it's not all about them, that the world doesn't revolve around them. All these things, all these pieces that make up a great person, this is our job. This is what we should be doing as parents. And until the parents start taking responsibility for that and take, take the severity of raising a child to heart, I think we're going to keep going through this cycle. I think this is how it's going to be. Because a lot of my generations, like, oh, I'm going to keep the kids off the fucking 
tablets and they're not going to watch TV and they're going to do this, they're going to do that. Well, a part of that's right. I think keeping your kids away from technology is not the best thing to do. Again, it's about finding balance. Understanding that we're moving towards a technologically advanced society, your kids need that. They need to understand how things work. They need to understand, have a better understanding of technology so they can use it as they grow up and push the envelope further. If you keep them away because you think that you're helping something, all you're doing is you're, you're creating a shortcoming and an insecurity that they don't even need. Which in, then in turn causes fucking issues, man. Insecurity leads to anger. Leads or leads to fear, leads to anger, leads to aggression. I mean, you do the math. And then here we are, back in the cycle again. So assess and be brutally honest with yourself how you are, how you see the world, how you feel that the world is going, and take responsibility for what you're doing. And take it seriously, take parenting seriously. Because they are the future. When we are gone, they are left. And they will be teaching their kids what we taught them. And again, the cycle will continue unless we can find a balance and a harmony to mold both sides, the hardened and the soft, and mold them together. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Um, I know it's kind of a weird episode, but it just got on my mind. I had to say it, and um, I feel better now that I have put it out there. I hope that some of you guys take this to heart, and um, I know it's changed my perspective a lot on the way I'm raising my children, and I don't know. I just feel positive about it. I hope you guys do too. Thank you guys for being here and supporting me for 60 episodes. It's been crazy. It's been, it's been a roller coaster. It's been up and down, and I appreciate all you guys for taking the time and listening to what I have to say. I'm forever grateful for you guys. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you guys in the new year.